everybody, it's me, Roscoe, and welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Gals Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored by John Fowler Solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy, as always, for his continued support. And if you want some legal needs, go and check out John Fowler Solicitors. Now, today is a very emotional podcast because it's going to be the final one with my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. You, well, I assume you've seen the story. Um, Blue is leaving the football club. And, of course, Blue is here to chat about it. Um, but, yeah, your final pod, Blue. Uh, it's going to be emotional. I'm going to try to keep the tears away. How are you? I'm very good, Ross. Very good. Yes. Very sad news. Um, yeah, I, I was looking around the office because I'm currently at work. Um, looking around the office for a box of tissues, but I haven't got any. I was going to use that as a prop, but we'll just have to imagine there's a box of tissues beside me. But yeah, it's a it's a sad decision, and um, not only to leave the football club, but also leave the pod. Um, as you all all know, I don't know how many pods I've done, Ross, but it's well, been quite a few, hasn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll do a when when this goes out. I'll um have to do like a little stat little thing as part of it, and um I should have looked yeah. at maybe. Normally, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm prepared for these sort of things, but that's that I don't have at hand. But I will have a little look and see. It's definitely got to be, it's got to be at least maybe close to 50 episodes, potentially. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been, but it's been great and I've loved doing it. So, yeah, it's sad times, but um, the right decision and right direction for me at the minute. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into it more on the pod. Um, but yes, how are you, Ross? I'm okay. Yeah, you know, thankfully, of course, we're also going to talk about the the, the cup win. So a lot of goals back at the OGL Arena. So that was good to be back there. It's got a bit nippy, ladies and gentlemen. Has got a bit nippy. We're now in the November cold spell. Of course, December. It's it's on Friday, Blue. It's December, which scary. is just scary. Like 2023 is nearly done, ladies and gentlemen. Which is just, as Blue said, it is scary. Um, but yeah, I'm all good. You know, obviously. Getting the news from you, I was uh, I was very sad, um, and I'm still sad about it. But it's a new chapter for you, Blue. It'll be a new chapter for the podcast. Uh, we'll get onto that shortly. Um, but yeah, should we get into your decision um, making that? You know, obviously you've you know had your injury and you know setbacks and the surgery and you made your return last year. Uh, of course, you had preseason, you you know rehabbing and stuff. Um, but now it's November and you made a decision to to leave the football club. Yes, so it hasn't been an easy decision and you may have watched, I don't know what time this is going to come out or whatever, um, but I have done sort of an exit interview for Town TV and whether that'll be posted on the website or whatever, but I answer a good few questions in there. Um, so if you watch that, I might be repeating some of the same thing, but if you haven't, that's also a good result. It's not as good as this pod, obviously, because I'm saving the exclusives here. Yes, um, but yeah, that's also an interview where I answer and Kieran asked me some a few questions and stuff. But yeah, it's, it's been a decision which has taken months, not weeks. Um, and it's one where injuries probably haven't helped for sure. I've had a really rough two years. Um, I think in terms of any footballer, if you look at the past sort of two, two and a half years I've had, it's... It's your worst nightmare. Um, three surgeries, not kind of knowing what's happening. And um, yeah, sadly, I don't know whether it's contributed, but it's probably put a spin on taking me out of the game slightly and 
enabled me to see other things like for example do this podcast and um I'm quite passionate about the work I do outside of football um I know I've mentioned a lot that I've I do I'm always doing exams or whatever or it always seems to be I'm doing exams um but training as an accountant I'm in the sort of final year of that um and yeah I'm I'm really enjoying that passionate about that um and it's got to a point where at the football club as good as it is and as good as the people are and the environment is for me personally I wasn't necessarily finding a a purpose there and a why of being there um I think that that sort of progresses across life. If you struggle and don't have a why and purpose of doing something, it then becomes firstly unenjoyable. Um, and then secondly, you don't really want to do it. Um, and you start to question things and whatever. Um, so it's, def- I, I, it's not a personal issue, but it's a, it's a personal progression where me and the club, if we're running in two lines like that, I'm sort of drifting away a little bit. Mm. Um, and I've definitely felt that over the past few months um, and it's sort of taken me to try and be honest with myself um, about that decision because it's no one wants to give like give up football take away uh, take a step away from um, Ipswich but coming to that decision and saying well this is the right option to take a step away that's that's been quite hard um, but, you know, I've, t- I've uh, spoken to the girls and announced it to them over the past week or so. That was also quite hard. Um, but I was at a point then when actually I was like, well, well yes, this is sad because it is a sad decision. But actually, I'm really excited because it's the right one for me, as hard as that sounds. Um, and I'm now really comfortable and content with that because I've, you don't want to know how many hours of thinking time I've spent on this because it's a big decision um, to leave a club like Ipswich with such great people and um, all around the club, inside the club, the fans and whatever. So it's, it's been really tough. Um, but ultimately, that's the decision I've made. Um, it enables me to have a break from football and that environment. Um, and also, I've now got free time to, I don't know, try and have a sport or whether it's I just take a break entirely and focus on work. I don't think I will. I think I'll always need to have something else. Um, but I think this is the sort of the healthiest option moving forward and making sure I enjoy enjoy things. Um, so, yeah, I think I've, I think I've summed it up. But feel free to, to pick that apart, Ross. No, that was, that was, that was perfect. And I think the, yeah, I'm, I'm now not going to say sad anymore, ladies and gentlemen, because um, I think that's not the word to use for this, because it is exciting, Blue, because, you know, it's a new chapter in your in your life, because I'm sure you've been playing football, you know, since the age of, you know, whenever you could kick a football, and, you know, you've gone through all the, you know, academies, and, you know, you've played grassroots football, you've played, you know, and, you know, was at Man City, of course, came to us, and everything like that, and, you know, I've seen you grow up as, as you know, a young, you know, woman, and, you know, from when we, me and Kieran picked you up at St. Joe's to then do the signing pictures and stuff. A uh, nice little throwback there. And yeah, I think, you know, Sally, that's still what the case with women's football. You know, you still need to have another job um, to support yourself going forward. And I know you've been working hard with your exams. You said you, you give me a lot of great time to record this podcast. I always appreciate that. Um, but no, I think it's, I think everyone 
will completely understand blue you know just your decision on that you know deciding to step away where you feel yeah you, you've unfortunately not been able to contribute to and i hate to use that word contribute because you know you've not it's not your fault you're not being able to contribute to play because you've been injured unfortunately mm-hmm. um you know i'm sure when you go to training you know it's great to be part of that camaraderie like anybody you love that team sport you know be part of that you know being in the even when i've had the opportunity to be in the canteen with the girls you know yeah. for been there for training and just that environment is fantastic uh, is that something you're going to miss do you reckon yeah for sure it's, it's going to be the people that i miss most um whether that's coaches um players yeah just the whole the whole group of them because they're a really good group this year in particular i think this is probably my can i say it's my favorite group so far yeah i can can't i um yeah it's definitely my favorite group so far it's a good bit of uh banter and chat flying around um so i'll for sure miss that element um and you you can use the word sad because i think i do feel sad about it mm-hmm. um but yeah like i said there's opportunities elsewhere and it's just that time where you have that that dream as a i mean i've probably started playing or oh, eight no maybe younger than that seven or eight um and at that point I had no idea women's football was a thing like you just sort of played you didn't really think about the the bigger picture but then as you sort of grow up and it gets to 15 16 you're like oh this could actually be a career um but to sort of divulge from that path it's difficult it's difficult but it's also okay and I think there's other people who have who've done similar um, and perhaps some people who are wanting to do similar, um, I think it's completely okay. And as long as it's the right decision in your head and you've had that thought process of going through and weighing things up, then yeah, the negative is the podcast, Ross. Yeah, I, I just feel sorry for the for the listeners. To be fair, you know, it's not about me; it's about the listeners. And shout out, of course, to your to your granddad Jeff, who I heard is a big fan of the pod. Um, your mum and your dad also listens when they can. Um, you know, Ian and Claire, so shout out to them and just shout out to all the listeners. I'm sure uh, I've had a few, you know, great comments from people saying, you know, just how you and Blue are on the pod, you know, it's just a great dynamic and then, you know, getting the players on, hearing insight. Um, so, yeah, it's the end of an era on the pod. Um, but, yeah, it's been great though, Blue, just doing this because I think at first, you know, I, I lost a, a co-host in Katie and I was like, okay, I need, I need a co-host. And then obviously, you know, you get in your injury. I just like went, you know what, let's see if Blue fancies it. And at the time, I just didn't think you probably would be interested because, you know, you just you just don't know, do you? You know, I know I know a lot of the girls, part of the media and doing interviews, they're still a little bit like, do I have to? Um, but now, of course, they're growing and a lot, lot of players are fantastic at it now. But um, obviously back then, you know, you're still, you know, a young woman as well back then. And it's like, do I really want to talk about it? Like, but you've, you've done it now for the last year and a half and it's just been, yeah, what a journey. Yeah, I still remember the first podcast, um, and I was really nervous for it. <laughs> and now I'm like, I just we just sort of show up and have an atta. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if the quality's got worse, and people are just <laughs> now used to our ramble. But yeah, um, yeah it's strange because I was really I used to get really nervous for them and have to really think about what I was saying. And now I'm like, you just kind of forget about it and you just have a chat. And I think that's so good about it. But um, yeah, I will miss it. And it's definitely not been a natural strength, but something that has been a great skill and I've enjoyed, especially learning from you, Ross. Um, yeah. you, are, you are very good at it. You have to realise you are very good at it. Um, 
yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've just really enjoyed it. And I did not realise that it would be this long. I thought it'd be like a shorter stint. It'd be like, yeah. oh yeah, that'd be all right. But we've, yeah, we've done some, it's been some commitment, which is good. Yeah, which is yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, I probably did, yeah at the time I probably thought oh yeah, Blue would just do it for a few months and then I'll have to then yeah. find someone else. But no, it's been great. And you know we've had our battles. You know we used to do the quizzes back in the day. Of course, it was Team Blue for pineapple and Team Ross for no pineapple. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of great guests on as well. Of course, you're if you didn't know this, Blue is the the guest sort of producer. She brings all the players in and stuff like that. And um, you know, thankfully most of them do want to come on and they have a nice little natter of us. Um, so yeah, it's just been. It's been great. We'll have to try to think of some best moments um, mm. and stuff. There's, of course, me not pronouncing things and Loughborough Lightning. Now I can say it in one go. There we go. Oh, wow. wow. Was, that was quick as well. That was good. I think I just did it quick. I think yeah. if I overthink it, then I just, yeah, I butcher it. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, a, it's been one hell of a ride. We did a one, we did a quiz in Cheltenham, didn't we? Where Kieran hosted it in the hotel that was a there. Last year. Yeah. yeah. Because it was starting snowing and it was a cold, cold um, afternoon that, that game as well. But yeah, remember that quiz. Um, but yeah, just shout out to all the guests as well. Hopefully, you know this this pod not ending. Or as I said, hopefully I have another co-host and we'll bring on guests throughout the rest of the season and everything like that. But just be no Blue Wilson anymore. And but you have mentioned if you are at a game, you'll, you'll jump on as a maybe a special guest when when you can. So um, this won't be your last appearance. Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, it's. Just been a journey, Blue, and you know, you know, on to the next chapter in your life. You're excited for it, though, as you said. And another sport. What? What, what other sport? No, are you? I'm not. I'm not sure. There's no. There's no. Direct You're not officially reasons. retiring, are you? You're not officially retiring. No, no, I'm not. Taking not a break retiring. and then, yeah, focusing on break, your seeing what that feels like, and then going from there. Um, I think it's more mentally than physically because actually my knees feel really great. <laughs> so it's almost like I'm at a point in time where like my knees are really good. Um, but my head's just not in it and heart's just not in it. Um, so, yeah, it's time to take a break and it's probably fallen at quite a nice time because it's Christmas. Um, so I'll spend a bit more time at um, family home, I think, in Norfolk. I still plan to be, I've said to the girls, I still plan to be in Ipswich, still got a flat there. So I'll be round and about and if there's a home game I fancy, I might come along too. Um, so I definitely won't be a stranger. Um but yes, not retiring at all, um, just taking a break um, and also not looking for a club, as I know fans will be asking. Um, oh, teams, team managers could be listening to this. They'll all oh, let's see what Blue and they got. Oh, OK, let's see if she, she fancies joining us. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I'm not I'm not interested at uh, the current time, but, you know, I'm keeping, keeping trying to sort of keep myself open um, and not decide too quickly about things and, to see what I take my fancy and that's a sort of a luxury which as as good as football is and being a footballer is getting paid to play or whatever you don't have that luxury of I don't know just on a Thursday evening deciding to go and do something or at the weekend just deciding to I don't know go for a bike ride or something it's just it's slightly different it's slightly more restrictive and I'm quite looking forward to having a bit less restrictions in life um but we'll see. I might hate it, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> we might Call hate it. Back up and go, Ross. I need to do the pod. I, I listened to the <laughs> and um, I was jealous. I didn't, you know, I was not happy. Yeah. 
No, it's mm-hmm. gonna be it's gonna be good. And of course, we're gonna have a new captain, club captain at Football yes. Club. Of Bonnie Bonnie's been, of course, um, sort of looking after the the captaincy. And um, of course, we've had you know Kyra and other other players sort of wearing it. I think EK's worn it as well. Of course, Boz were on the um, the game on Sunday. Um, of course, the club will announce the next club captain in due course. Uh, so I won't I won't direct here, and I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna announce it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll find out in due course. But um, you know, we'll get we'll get onto that in a bit. Blue, you're looking at Blue's time as a whole because um, we've got some great pictures, some throwback pictures, some great memories, and we're gonna go through that. But um, let's sort of park this here. But any anything else you want to mention, Blue, about your you know just leaving the club and stuff? Are there anything else we've missed? Um, no, not for now. I'm sure I'm sure uh, bits will pop up when we see photos and remind me of. Um, memories and stuff, but yeah, I've I've just really enjoyed my my four four and a bit years here, um, and have don't regret any of it. I said this to girls, I don't regret any of it, even though part of it has been not ideal. I still don't regret it at all. Um, so yeah. Anyway, moving on to the game. Yes, well, let's move on to the game. Um, of course, you were there, which was great to see uh, back mm-hmm. at the AJ Arena. Um, yeah, we haven't been there since September. And so it, it felt weird, like, leaving the game, actually, because it was dark. And, yeah. of course, last time we were there, it was a nice sunny day um, and it was still light at 4.30, whenever, whatever time we left. Um, but, yeah, we're back at the AJ Arena against Sutton Coalfield Town in the FA Cup. Fourth-tier side, of course, we bought, beat New... No, I can't speak. Beat Northampton. There we go. I can speak that blue. Beat Northampton 6 0 in the previous round. Then we played another fourth tier side in Sutton Coldfield Town. The first time we played against them, uh, eight goals were scored by us. Uh, eight nil. Um, overall thoughts on on the win, Blue? Because it was a uh, you know a new team back at AJ Arena, um, and yeah, eight goals scored. Yeah, it was just domination, really, wasn't it? Um, I, we actually said on the bench because the first few goals. Came from all came from set pieces, so we were like, could this be a game where we only score from set pieces? Um, it was got to a point where we were celebrating getting a corner because we were like, well, we're going to score. Yeah. And you know what we're like, we're not always clinical from corners. Um, but yes, it was good to be back. It was bloody freezing. I had two layers on my bottom half. I think like four layers on my top half gloves. So I was all wrapped up apart from my feet. Yeah. One pair of thin yeah. socks. What was I thinking? Yeah, I know. I know you're a seasoned professional, Rossi. Did not make that mistake. Yeah, I've um, I spent many Sunday afternoons at the AJ Arena where I've you know never you know I've just put one pair of socks on and um, that is what you're you know thinking about the whole game. My feet are so cold. My feet are cold. My feet are cold. But now I'm like, yeah, loads and loads of socks on. You know, loads of layers. Um, and luckily it wasn't like too windy when it gets windy right. that's when it's like that's when you know you're like really worrying here of course it, luckily it's, it's an afternoon kickoff like in the evening it's Baltic down at Felixstowe um, but yeah rookie move only one one pair of socks you got to wear you got to wear a couple of course the players they're, they're, they've got you know they're, they're just in their kit when they're playing they are running about and stuff but when you're at standing still you must be like come on please move um, but talk about set pieces, Blue. I felt I felt sorry for Boz in a way because she had to keep running over to each corner and go, God, never one to take. God, go and score from it. And, you know, finally, we did score for one of them. Uh, Tash, rising highest for a 17th goal of the season, Blue. Um, 143 goals? 
no, let me get up. Let me get a stop. Let me get a stop as you talk. Um, it might be, uh, is it 143? Maybe 144, is it not? Uh, let me have a little look. But yeah, of course, Tash, you know, scoring a 17th goal of the season, which is just incredible. Yeah. Um, 143 goals in 192 games. So Oof. it's, uh, she's, yeah, that battle there. Will she get 200 appearances or 150 goals first? We shall wait and see. But um, yeah, just clinical from Tash with that header. Yeah, uh, to be fair to Boz, the deliveries all game were outrageously good. Um, very, very good. Like, like you said, I did feel sorry for her having to run over the corner every single time. She must have been absolutely knackered. Um, but yeah, like Tash does, you back her. You back her to score the first goal, don't you? Um, so yeah, great for her. And 17, 17 goals is ridiculous. Given that we don't play as many games as it's not really comparable to the men's league, um, as we don't really play as many games, but yeah, she's got to be happy with that. And the the goal the goal run continues. Will she hit it in the same game? I really hope so. Oh, that would be good. I think she Imagine did it. Graphic. With... Yeah. So I'm thinking about you and Kieran Ross. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Kieran. I think asked her in her the town TV special video she did for the club and I think she she doesn't really she doesn't matter I don't think I think no. she just she's just just happy she's scoring goals and whatever and winning games pretty much. Um but that's the 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 normal footballers sort of answer to that. Yeah. But uh but no I like that. I like that from Tash. And yeah the score seventeen goals this season, you know, of course beating her tally from last year already by like loads of goals now Crazy. and it's, only England, it's fantastic. So keep up Tash, keep it up. Um and then it was another Boz corner. This time it was more of a scramble. And uh, the one and only Super Meg gets her second goal of the season uh, with a nice little finish. Nice little celebration of that. Got to the badge again. Celebration. But yeah, good to see Meg score again. Good, passionate celebration from Meg. Um, very scrappy goal. Um, nothing like her overhead kicks attempts, but I'm sure she'll be watching Garnacho um, looking for tips. But um, yeah, I'm really pleased Meg scored. Really pleased. Um, and yeah, like I said, Two from two corners. What, what what are we? What we turned into a set piece team. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think um, maybe we just thought, you know what, we could, we could take this advantage here. Because I don't think they were a big side, really, were they? Sutton Colford. No, and they, like defensively from corners, especially in the first half, they looked really poor. Um, just weren't picking up markers. And especially in the first, yeah, the Tash's goal. You'd think, you know, you'd pick up Tash. Tash would be the one to pick up if you're going to pick up anyone. And she just didn't seem to have anyone on her. So, yeah, um, I'm not sure whether they were trying to go zonal or or man-on-man. Not sure. But, um, yeah, we found space both times. And second scrappy in the first, but a goal's a goal. Yeah, they all count. They all count. And uh, then it was 3-0. Luce O'Brien from the spot again. Uh, although we've had plenty of shouts for penalties, yeah. and especially one, I think you probably had a better view than me because it was the other side as where the dugout was. Um, but a different sport was played. Oh, this is hilarious. Uh, maybe I shouldn't find it funny, but we were we, we found it so funny on the bench because Lucy O'Brien, I think she's got past one or two players to get into the box, and then she's sort of taken this touch with the outside of her boot, but you wouldn't expect the direction of it. Anyway, this poor defender has lost her footing and has tackled Lucy O'Brien with her ribs. So, <laughs> and the fact it's Lucy O'Brien 
um, just makes it even better because she's quite a slight player and she's very good at running with the ball. And she just gets absolutely clattered by this girl who is <laughs> almost literally flat on the floor coming at O'Brien. Can't do anything about it. She hasn't obviously meant it. Um, but the clearest penalty you'll ever see. I mean, even the ref gave that one. Um, we won't go too much into the ref. Um, but yeah, she was... She was very interesting. Um, I think it was the softest yellow card I've ever seen given to Nia. Yeah. Um, but I'll stay away from that. We'll stay on the positives, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucy, of course, picked the ball up and scores. Um, but yeah, we had a few other penalty shots because yeah, of course, Lucy O'Brien's that sort of player where she can easily get tackled because she can beat one, as you said, said beat one, two, three players, and then of course the next player will try to take her out. And obviously, sadly, sometimes she doesn't get the penalty somehow. It's like. How have you not got it? But maybe because she's already down, if you know what I mean. I don't think, you know, she's not meant to go down. Mm, that was a good few. She's like, she's really took on three of, you know, and your sort of balance, you sort of get, you know, after one little tackle on you and you get past it, you're like, and, but yeah, there was a few, of course, penalty shouts where you felt, that is probably, that's probably a penalty really, but yeah. they haven't given it. Um, and then, of course, that penalty was a penalty. Um, but yeah, from the spot, call as you like. For sure. You never doubt Lucy O'Brien. Whether it's Bonnie or Lucy O'Brien, um, you back them to score. Um, and O'Brien's got a very cool head. Uh, she's, I think she's quite process-driven from the spot. Um, you can sort of see her pause. So the referee will blow the whistle and then she'll sort of pause, take her time. Um, whereas a lot of players, you'll hear the whistle and then they'll immediately go. She takes a pause to sort of set herself and then very calm and composed. Um, and yeah, deserved deserved the goal, I think. Um, but like you said, there was plenty. I think Peskett definitely had a pen, um, which should have been given. But we're being too greedy, maybe. We did have eight goals, so. Yeah, of course, yeah. This is 3-0 when Lucy scored. And yeah, yeah. you know, we probably just won. Yeah, I think because the problem is like, there's one game, I forgot which game it was this season, where we finally did get a penalty after many shouts, and but it was like a softer penalty. You yeah, know, exactly. it was. It was the only one which wasn't a penalty. Yeah, it's like <laughs> just about consistency with refereeing, sometimes officiating. Yeah, once again, we could be here all day talking about it, but we won't get into that, Blue, because there's more things to talk about. And um, I think we should talk about uh, Lena Gunning-Williams, first senior hat-trick. Uh, the first half, it was a frustrating half for her, in my opinion. I think there's a few chances where she should have maybe scored. Um, she also, you know, knew that as well. How, her reaction. I think there's one stage. I think she actually sort of was frustrated with herself, and I think her dad. It was actually her dad in the crowd. I think she saw her down the crowd, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I forgot what she said now." But she just looked at him and like was saying something, um, you know, missing those big chances. But then she made up for it in the second half with a second half hat trick, a first in a hat trick, um, and some decent goals as well. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. Was it a third one where she's? I think it was the best of the bunch. I'm struggling to remember away goals, so I'm sorry. I apologise. Where she sort of takes over the defender and then finishes it. Um, that was a great goal. Um, but yeah, fair play to her. Obviously difficult first half, but then bounced back. And once one went in, it was like no stopping her. Um, so yeah, clinical in the second half and hopefully she can continue decent form. She's been really good for us so far this season. Great addition. Um, on loan from Spurs so yeah nice girl as well and obviously the fans are happy that she plays for it such as well um, so there's that element as well um, but yeah all in all not bad first senior hat-trick not too bad at all yeah I've got a stats up 10 games she's played 
eight goals, four assists. I hope we've got that right. Kieran, let me know. Text me. Very good. Um, but that's a, not a bad little start for her, which is great. But then, uh, then a brace from the Stargale, Sophie Pescott. Uh, two goals for her. Um, she keeps her performances up. She's now, her stats are incredible for this year. 12 games, nine goals, 11 assists, which is just <laughs> incredible. Um, had her full back on toast. I think there was one moment where she sort of was like, could have been a fight potentially, because I think her fullback just had was just having a moment where she was like, this player's too good for me. And she just, just basically went into Pesk. And of course, Pesk was like, all right, you know. And then, you know, it was it was, it was a moment I thought, oh, could be, could be handbags here. But no, it was, you know, Pesk was calm, cool and collected. And of course, scores a brace. But yeah, she's been incredible, isn't she? Yeah, that's one thing about Pesk. Definitely this season, she's had to learn to um, deal with the emotions out of, sort of frustration when she keeps getting fouled. Um, because the reality is she's playing against players she is far better than. Um, I think we can all see that. I mean, the games I've watched, and I said this to Peskett's mum, I was like, she's been a level above everyone on the pitch, in my opinion. Um, so much quality, and particularly on Sunday, she the quality of her crossing was just so good. Um, there were times where we got on the back of it, or and sometimes we weren't there in the box. Um, but yeah, she's a ridiculous player and those stats are unbelievable I think unbelievable so yeah I hope she continues it and um obviously a lovely girl and close friend um so yeah big big fan of Pesca yeah shout out to Pesca and uh yeah I think because you think we were mainly on the right side throughout this game weren't we really I think the right side is where we were like really nice dangerous um and, you know, Maisie, of course, making her another start, which is great to see. Maisie Barker, um, I thought she had a good game as well. Um, any mm-hmm. other players that sort of stood out? I think everyone just had a, a solid game, didn't they? Like Laura and Goal didn't really have much to do, did she? So, you know, clean sheet, she'll be happy with that. Um, you know, Nick Nia, of course, comes in. Of course, so you mentioned gets that yellow card, which was probably not a yellow card. Of course, unfortunately, she's got that fine to pay now. Because, of course, the yellow card, you have to... 11 quid. <laughs> yeah, God's sake. Um, but, yeah, I think everyone else... You know, good. It was good to see Holly Turner um, play again, get some some more minutes under her belt. She came off the bench um, in the Northampton game, but good to see her come off here um, and, and get a few more minutes. Uh, but just overall, everyone, you know, took were part of the part of the win, really. Yeah, no, it was a decent performance all round. I thought there was um, there were obviously a few standouts, but as a whole, we all performed really well. Obviously, Kara keeping it ticking in the middle of Nia, um, Meg. Boz, I don't want to forget anyone. Um, I, I agree that Maisie had a really good game too, especially since um, Sutton, Coldfield, um, Sutton Coldfield Town, I forget their name now, quite a long name. Um, <laughs> they had sort of shifted towards Peskett's and Maisie's side. Um, so on the other side of the pitch where someone was, there was so much space, but it was just getting it over to them. But the, the sort of the issue we had was that actually we could still play even with their sort of back four shifted across to their left. We could still play with Maisie and Peskett because of the quality there with either Kara or Nia linking up in the middle or whether it was a bounce back to Boz to then go forward. Um, and then occasionally switch out to someone where she'd have acres of space. Um, I think she did quite a lot of running too. And there was a few opportunities where on the bench we were like, she'd sort of cut in. We were like, Summer, shoot, shoot. I was sat next to Evie Williams and 
he was like, she has been shooting more in training. I'm like, we'll tell her to shoot. But um, I think there might be a few goals to come this season from someone cutting inside and then curling one um, because it seems like she's very good at that. It's just that final finish or the the ability to let go instead of play, playing the ball. Yeah. So I think she, she scored a brace, I think, in the Billericay mm. Cup game, didn't she? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, she hasn't scored since then. And I did think at that point, went, okay, we've got, we got a fullback here, going to go and score us loads of goals. Um, but yeah, she hasn't scored since August. But, you know, she also gets assists and she runs for days, doesn't she, Summer, which is just, she that's does. her game. Just runs an engine that she's on on her. Um, but yeah, Boz, yeah, Boz, you know, you know, with the corner set pieces. and She's someone who goes under the radar, doesn't she, really? I think, Boz. Maybe the, the you know, position she plays, but she just is just calm and collected. That's what I just, I like as Boz as a player because she's, of course, now had to move across in the defence and stuff like that. Uh, had the captaincy, of, obviously, uh, on Sunday. Um, but, yeah, overall, it was a good performance, Blue, and we progressed to the third round of the FA Cup. And um, I'm sure, like you and many others, were tuning in for the draw. And uh, we have a familiar team in Lewis in the third round. Home, we're home, ladies and gentlemen. We're at home. Thank you. There was one moment in the draw when Plymouth came out and I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare, the person who was doing the draw, don't you dare take out our number. Thankfully, I think it was Oxford, so Oxford yeah. got the Plymouth. So. But, um, but yeah, we've got Lewis of the championship. Of course, we played them last year, Blue. Uh, they beat us narrowly 1-0. And that Emily Croft, who scored the goal, of course, that player I picked out of like, she's one to look out for maybe. And of course, she goes and scores. Um, but also they've got uh, some, some familiar faces, haven't they, Blue, in uh, the form of Zara Brazera Carrera and Anna Gray. Uh, yeah, thoughts on this one? I think it's a great tie. I think it's an absolutely great tie. Um, part of you is like, OK, do we want an easier tie? Say, say if we had got Plymouth away. Yes, it's an away trip, but we know we like to score goals against Plymouth. Um, so it's a sort of you, you don't want to say easier because you but it kind of is an easier time um, but Lewis obviously in the championship um, struggling in the championship though uh, but not to be underestimated but I think it will be a great tie I think we'll we'll battle really well against them like we did last season um, and it's again a, a good sort of measuring post of where we are compared to them last season who's progressed more Um and whatever, so I'm I'm really excited to see it actually, and I think I will have to be going to um, the AGL to see that one. Um, obviously, with with the added bonus of coming up against Brazero and Anna, um, I think the girls are really excited about this one. I think it will be a really good tie, and I hope lots and lots of people come um, wrap up because it'll be bloody cold. But it, I'm, I promise you, it'll be worth a watch this one. Yeah, the 10th of December, that is. Um, so get down to the AJ Arena. Um, ticket information, I'm sure, will be put uh, out in, in due course. Obviously, we've got a, a game before that, um, which is away at Billericay, which we'll get on to shortly. But, um, but yeah, not not a bad tie, and it's at home, as we, we've said. So that's good. But, um, yeah, bring it on. Um, just going to look at the draw as a whole, Blue. Um, obviously, the northern section got drawn first. So we had to wait. Um, but, yeah, some interesting ties. Newcastle got Stoke which is going to be interesting. Uh, West Brom, I've got Durham. West Brom beat Needham Market. And I want to give a shout out to Needham Market. Uh, of course, a local Suffolk side here. 
they had to go to extra time to be beaten by West Brom. Uh, West Brom scoring three late goals. The 105th minute, they, they scored their first goal. And then West Brom then made it 2-3-0. But fair play to Nina Market. Of course, Mark Kennedy is actually one of their coaches there. Uh, of course, got a, you know a few former players. Paige Wakefield, uh, Nicole Panifer plays there. There's a few others as well. I think Ellie Rossiter, good old Ellie Rossiter as well is there. So, um, yeah, shout out to them for doing... Uh, fly on the flag for Suffolk in that game. Uh, there's also whole city have got Wolves. I think that's the same division. They same division, but in different. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think I so. Believe so. Yeah. Um, MK have got Birmingham, which is a that'll be interesting. Nice little test for MK against Birmingham, uh, and the rest. Yeah, I think uh, Norwich were you know useless as always. You Bloody know, getting out. can't believe that they got beaten by. Bold Mir St. Uh, Michaels, who've got Nottingham Forest, which is a, a big test for them as well. Um, but yeah, no no derby this year in the, in the FA Cup because Norwich got beaten. Ah, God's sake. Had one job. You had one job. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, the South draw, uh, what are we looking at? I think the big one, Blue, is the, a bit of a derby, isn't it? Port what, a game. what a game. Portsmouth Southampton. Um, obviously, Portsmouth a great team in our league. And Southampton also doing very well. Um, recently gave Arsenal a really good challenge in the Conti Cup. Um, but yeah, that will be that will be a feisty game. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's probably the pick of the lot. London City against Bitteriki. Mm-hmm. Um The rest, yeah, I don't know. I think like you know Chatham Town. I've got Crystal Palace. Yeah, um, that'll be interesting. That'll be a tough game for them. There will be. Uh, then you've got Reading, Cheltenham Town, another tough game for Cheltenham potentially. Uh, yeah, it's nice, it's, nice, it's nice to see actually um, the championship teams being split up because sometimes you get championship yeah. championship. And although that's good for sort of lower down teams and we've benefited from in previous years, it is nice to have a test from a different league. Although you may get beaten, it is nice to have that test. So it's kind of a good draw in that respect. Yeah, and obviously sometimes when you see two championship teams face each other, it's like, oh, okay, then that's maybe an easier route for you to get, you know, progress because you know that's two championship teams getting knocked out. I'm trying to think if that was the case when we got to the quarterfinals that one year, where just loads of championship teams were getting knocked out and we just, you know, got the the ties we got. Um, when Luton actually, when Luton Town came out, um, I thought we're going to get Luton again. I don't yeah, know I thought that as well. Yeah, because like because I think we're there's not much balls left in there, and I think they got Bristol Rovers or Keynesham Town, but I just thought gonna get looted again aren't we we're just gonna just gonna get them again it's like i've been a bit boring you know of course a winnable tie but it's like i want someone different and then of course when lewis come out you go okay we played them before but because of the added factor of you know former players playing for them and them being you know struggling in the championship and as you said to see indicator on how we've progressed and how, how they've you know maybe gone down a little bit since then um it should be a very good tie ladies and gentlemen so uh get down there at the AJ Arena. Obviously, we've got the Billy Ricky game first, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. The FA Cup, we love it, don't we, Blue? We love the FA Cup and we'll continue that in town. Of course, with the, the money as well, the prize money, it's, you know, getting, I think the winners get 35 grand, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, very nice indeed. So, uh, bring it on, Lewis, bring it on. Uh, well, let's uh, look ahead then to Billy Ricky then, Blue. Uh, back in league action. So we've had two cup games, obviously, with the Northampton game and the Sutton Coalfield game in the FA Cup. But back to league action. Uh, we, of course, played them in the cup earlier in the season, as I said. So beating 4-2. Uh, 
where Summer Hughes scored the two uh, two goals. Uh, eight from the table, Billy Rookie. So, uh, you know, a mixed bag so far. Of course, they've got Maddie Biggs playing for them as well. I think Liv Smith's there as well. So, um, four players against us once again. But, uh, yeah, thoughts on this one? It's always a tough game against Bidderkey. I think they could be anywhere in the league and it would still be a close game. Um, physical side. And I think Maddie Biggs is in form, so we need to watch out for her too. But obviously, Bolts will know a lot about her. And having trained against her for years and years, um, we have that sort of advantage. Um, but yeah, it would be a good game. Always is against Bidderkey. Always is a bit gritty. Um, but hopefully we allow ourselves to play our football and um, I believe that if we if we can do that, we should be able to win. Um, but you just never know a bit of because if they come up against you and go man for man, it becomes quite a difficult game. Um, so yes, fingers crossed, should be a good game. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. Yes, uh, New Lodge, New Lodge, um, uh, 2pm kickoff as always, if you want to go. And go support the girls. Um, you know, it's only down the road, A12 and all that in Essex. So, uh, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Well, Blue, um, any other business from the, the game on Sunday? Any other notes from that? Um, you know, obviously that was going to be your last game as an Itchish Town player, you know, you know, watching on. Uh, obviously, you're still always going to be an Itchish Town women's supporter and all that. But any other, any other notes from the game? Um, I don't think so, no, Ross. I think we've covered it all. Just yeah. lots of goals. Yeah, lots of goals. Uh, once again, shout out to the fans. Yeah, um, another decent, you know, crowd for the for the cup game, which is good to see. Once again, you know, young, young and old, you know, boys and girls wanting signatures and autographs, which is great to see. Um, I did capture some great pictures, Blue, and I wasn't going to say it on the pod, but I'm going to say it. Uh, I had a Ross moment, or my camera had a moment, and it deleted, yeah, probably two to three hundred photos, which was uh, not ideal when you're a photographer and that's your job to take pictures. Um, so I lost a lot of photos, which I was very sad. I'm not going to say the word sad and also very annoyed about because, uh, yeah, I lost some very good photos and um, I took a nice picture of Lena with her match ball and uh, that got lost. But thankfully, I think the picture we posted was actually her dad picture. I think her dad's got a little camera and I think he took a picture. Uh, okay. I did wonder where that would come from. So, um, so thankfully we do have that there, but um I just apologised to, to all the players. I put something in our group chat and went, sorry, girls, but uh, I've lost loads of photos. But luckily, I got the in-match stuff, which is important, but I always like that feel-good, you know, pictures of the fans. But it is what it is. Uh, and we move on to some more photos, though, Blue, about your time at town. Uh, it's been a journey. Let me just get some uh, info up just to remind me on different things. Just so we know, I haven't seen these yet, so I'm yes. surprised as well. Yes. Um, and if you are listening, we'll try and describe them. Yeah, we'll describe it. We'll describe it. We'll definitely describe it. What I've done is I've named the files so I, okay. I know what they are and stuff so I can explain. But yeah, let's uh, take you back then, Blue, to the summer of 2019, signing for the football club. Of course, Joe's first ever signing as a manager. And um, obviously, you've probably seen this. Blue is a blue, which was what it was donned as, as the hashtag. But let's, let's start with this photo then of you signing for oh my God, I'm young. Wilson for there we go. So yeah, this is a picture of Blue holding her shirt up at the training ground. Uh yeah, what's your memories of this day? As we as we mentioned, uh, me and Kieran picked you up at St. Joe's College, drove you to the training ground, did the usual media day sort of pictures, interview and all that. I think there's one I don't think I've got the picture with me right now, but I think we got you to sign like a 
a paper just to yes. get a contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Um yeah, I remember I actually really vividly remember getting picked up by you and Kieran. Um so I was at St. Joe's at the time. So I'd been there I think maybe only one or two weeks, not a long time at all, um, in preparation for like the move to Ipswich. And then, and yeah, anyway, I think I think it must have been Kieran who texted me like, Oh, we're gonna do your signing photo. So I'm like, okay, I don't drive um yet he's like that's all right we'll come pick you up so anyway i'm like yeah that sounds good but um st joe's has quite a lot of entrances so i was trying to find him i'd obviously never met you two before so i was like this will be interesting um but yeah you two were lovely lovely people um thankfully and then yeah i went to the training ground um chloe dunn was also signing that day so it wasn't just me um yeah, I remember my first interview and I was very nervous. And I think I said the word exciting about I think my family counted it was something like 12 times within three minutes of mine. But at least it's a good word to repeat in a sort of first interview for the club. Um, but yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I do look really young in that photo though. Yeah, that's, uh, I remember, I think me and Kieran, on the way to picking you up, I think we played, you know, that song, that blue song, like Blue Daddy Dee. Did you actually? <laughs> I think we did. I think I swear we did. Because uh, I think we were gonna like gonna use that in some sort of way. I forgot it's a French band, you know. I think I think a French band or something like that. Um, crazy Frog song. Is it? Yeah, I think yeah. But I just yeah, just oh, I, I think that was just. Crazy Frog song. Yeah, I just no, it's that not was a Crazy Frog song. What am I No. But that is similar. It's similar to that anyway. It's similar to that. But yeah, it's like it's it's called Blue, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's not crazy like I don't know why I associate it with that. <laughs> I should know that somewhere, at least, you know. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. You should. Um, and I think, obviously, you know, when we like, I think everyone was excited because your name was Blue, and of course, you're signing for a Blue team. I mm. think even, uh, you know, the paper I work for, you know, East Anglian Daily Times, they're like, that is such a great name. You're, you're Blue. <laughs> blue is a Blue, obviously, is the, the hashtag. Um, and I was just, yeah, great. And uh, yeah, so that was your, your signing. Then you made your debut. Of course, you know, there's pre season and all that jazz. Then you made your debut against Wimbledon. I think there's a, a couple of you who made, I think, did Pesca make her debut in that game potentially? Yeah, I think there would have been a few. Of us yeah, there's a few did. Um, I think, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few. There's a few. Um, so I've just got a picture in action. I think this is you kicking the ball. Uh, there you go. Facial <laughs> on. You. <laughs> the Wimbledon player. I've, I've already done the Wimbledon player dirty here. So this is you yeah, taking the shot. Uh, your <laughs> facials aren't that bad. You are taking a shot. So that is just your shooting face. And uh, yeah, have you still got these boots? Do you have these boots still? Oh no, I think they're ruined. They might, they might still be somewhere, um, but they're not wearable anymore. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that the Wimbledon player looks worse off than me. There, yeah. you promised me no mugs, and we're a second photo in, and there is a mug already. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but yeah, for, for the for the listeners, yeah, go, um, go and find the YouTube video, and you can see these pictures. Uh, but yeah, can you remember that making your debut? Yes, it was a, young, a young team as well. It was a one-one yeah. draw. It was a late goal for us. I think Laf, Abby Lafouette scored a, a late equaliser to get the point. Yeah, I remember that game because we we kind of had no idea what we were about to do um, yeah. or the team we were going to come up against because obviously it was a lot of our first time in women's senior football. Um, a lot of us were still playing under twenty ones academy football at that time. Um, so, yeah, we kind of had a bit of, 
not arrogance about us, but we, we were like, we were a good academy team, a really good academy team. So we were like, okay, well, it's tier four of women's football. We're a good academy team. Yes, these players are older, wiser, and have played the game more, but we, we should be younger and a bit sharper. Um, but Wimbledon were a good team, and we kind of went into it a bit blind. Um, but yeah, enjoyable day. Um, and yeah, so it's a weird one because Wimbledon were probably the toughest team we were going to come up against. Um, and that was our first game. So after that, you sort of get a gauge, okay, okay, this league is going to be quite tough, t- perhaps tougher than we thought it was going to be. Um, and you also learn quite a lot because these players, although they may not be as quick as you, they're, they're smarter than you. Um, so yeah, as an intro into, into women's football, it's a, it's a good day. I think it was one all in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. And obviously the next game we played against them, um, I think the away game wasn't great. We won't get into that. But no, uh, we'll about that one. it was it was it was not a great game, um, and of course we lost unfortunately. Uh, then I've got this picture here. I think this became like a, a running trend because of course we went on you know won a lot of good games and stuff, and this became a lot of running trend. And there's a few you know familiar faces. You in the background there celebrating, but that just became like at full time. So this is a, a picture of Ek front and center, <laughs> uh, and just basically everyone just you just everyone just stopped, started to run at the fans and just everyone jumped and celebrate. I think even the men's team did this under Paul Lambert at the time, but I think we sort of took it over as well. And it was just a nice little thing at the end of every game. If we won, obviously, um, everyone celebrating. You got you in the back there, uh, looking all happy. But yeah, that, 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 they, were, they were always little great moments, weren't they? Just to enjoy the win all together. Yeah, and there's Lindsay Cooper in the background as well, club yeah. legend. Um, God, there are a few faces which aren't at the club anymore. Um, but yeah, EK used to love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. Run up to the crowds, give them the big in, fist pumps. Used to absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, good feelings. We used to, I mean, you can tell by our faces, they were all smiling, all happy. And, um, yeah, I did enjoy it. I was glad I wasn't doing the one, the one doing the fist pumps because that's not really my... I don't know, it's just not my personality. But, Thanks for coming. Yeah. I'll, I'll be involved with it. I'll be involved with it. I just don't want to be the ring leader. You're really, you're really going for it in this picture. Yeah, but you know, behind the scenes, letting EK take centre attention yeah. in the middle. Yeah, EK's not even playing this game, but she's front and centre. But you yeah, know, she's, she's, she's an interest fan, and she, she's, you know, blue. Yeah. She, she's a blue at heart. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's. I just used to like that. I used to love capturing those pictures, and they were just great moments. So, uh, just wanted to add that. Then um, I've got a nice one of you celebrating, and this is under lights, of course, the Norwich game. You know, we had some great, you know, wins against Norwich in, in the league and the FA Cup. Uh, I've got this picture of you celebrating with Paige Peak. Um, oh, yes. It's under lights. I think this must have been the 4-0 four, four potentially in the league. Um, and yeah, just you celebrating with Paige. I think this was probably her free kick she scored, many free kicks yes. she scored. But yeah, you jumping, you know, on her and just enjoying, enjoying that goal. That was a great day. I loved that game. I think that's up there with one of my favourite games I've ever played in. Um, just the fact there's under lights and it was obviously a great performance, a huge crowd at that point in time. Um, and I think, yeah, we played really well. Um, still in my Tiempo era at that point. Yeah. Um, I don't know when I changed, actually. I don't know what date I changed. But yeah, I that was one of my favourite games up there, I'd say. I, I, probably top three. Um, just in terms of the atmosphere, it's the first time we'd already experienced a football atmosphere because you don't really get that at under 21s levels at all. Um, 
and yeah, just an enjoyable, very enjoyable day. We were all very excited. Yeah, I remember that because that was like we've got a decent, really decent crowd down there. I think we really went, you know, home for that. I think I'm trying to, yeah, 761 was the attendance that night. Um, and yeah, we no, it was a 4 1, it was 4 1 that game that they, they scored, but uh, yeah, two Tash got one and Biggs came off the bench yes. to score a late goal. I remember Biggsies. Yeah, it's good point, actually. It was actually not a bad little, little finish, you know. Yeah. Turn around and boom, back in the net. Um, and yeah, that, that was great. And talking about goals, um, let's talk about your first goal for the football club. Um, and it's a nice little celebration pick with, um, you know, Tash, Lucy Egan, Eva, EK's there, Anna's there. Um, and a little fun story about this. I actually really missed this because I, have, I was having some problems with my camera. I think I... Had to move. I was moving seats and my camera wouldn't work. And I was like, oh, bugger. Blues just scored. Great goal. Um, but I thought, I'm, I'm going to miss the celebrations here. But luckily, I didn't. And I got this picture. But yeah, what's your, what's your memories of this goal? Because this, this was a decent first goal for the club. Well, it was, my, it was with my left foot, sort of top of the box. Um, I still believe the keeper should have done better. But that's maybe me being hard on myself and you yeah. being too kind or us. I don't know. Um but yeah, I don't remember. I think I'm. I only score goals when I don't think about it. If I start thinking about things, the shot is not on target, and I do not score goals. Um, and obviously, I haven't scored many goals in my Ipswich Town career um, at all. But yeah, strange. It was my left foot because I'm not great on my left foot. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's my strength. Yeah, I think I was shocked more than anything. Something like, what's just happened? I wasn't expecting this today. I was just hoping to win the ball off a few people and give it to someone who can do something pretty. But yeah, there you go. I think it was really early in the game as well, wasn't it? I think it was really early in the yes. game. Yes. Who was that against Ken? Yes. I was gonna I was gonna ask my next question. Can you can you name the, the team? I um, almost forgot that. Yeah, Kent Football United. So uh yeah, that was a I think that was a four 0 win or something like that. Something like mm. that anyway. Um yeah, yeah, it was an early goal in that game. Um I'm just gonna quickly get that up that game. Let's quickly look. Because that was uh, where is it? Where is it? I should have got up earlier. I can't find it. We won't bother then, ladies and gentlemen. We won't bother that because we'll go on to the next game. Once again, this, this is probably not in order, but um, obviously we've got to talk about the Huddersfield game because that was um, memories for everyone. You know, playing in a ground, an overnight stay, um, Maddie Biggs, you know, that was her day, but it was also a great team performance. I just love this photo of the, the bundle and you're there front and centre. Um, you know, players, Maddie, bless her. She's like the boss of the pole here. Um, yeah, no, great, great, great photos of this, this bundle. I think I remember said, I, I don't know why I said this. I think, I don't know why. I just sort of said, can we have no bundles, please? Because I just don't like them as pictures. And I yeah, it's hard to get pictures, yeah. But I actually love this photo because it just shows just the togetherness because yeah. Yeah, you've got Maddie at the bottom there, but then you've got all of you just... Just enjoying the moment because that was that must that was the first goal of the game. That was that was early in the game, wasn't it? When Maddie scored, and obviously she scores a first half hat trick, which is just madness. But yeah, take us back to that game. Yeah, we got absolutely battered that day, absolutely battered. And somehow, I, th- I remember the first 10 15 minutes very clearly where <laughs> I don't know who I looked at, it may, do, it may have been Amanda. Or I can't remember who I looked at, but I was like, geez, how are we going to keep this up? Because they were really sort of popping it about. And obviously, because it was at um, the men's stadium, it was quite a big pitch. Um, 
and big occasions. So you always kind of go manic in the first few minutes until you settle down. And I was just like, there is no way I'm going to be able to keep this up for another 70 minutes or so. And then suddenly we just decide to score four goals in the first half. And you're just like, how? How does that happen? Um, and that point, Huddersfield were in the tier above us. Um, but for some reason, I think they were good on the ball and they had a very good midfield, I remember. We couldn't really get nearer. But defensively, just all over the place, I couldn't work out how, the, how they were letting in four goals in the first half. But yeah, I remember running in at half time, sitting down and just looking around the changing room. We just started laughing because we were just like, well, what has just happened? Yeah. That's the most shocked I've been in football for sure. Um, and again, top three moment for me, um, just for the, the sheer shock of it. And then you hadn't, like, we knew we hadn't won it at that point, but we almost had because yeah. four goals, we'd have to do something severely wrong to concede five in the second half. So we went out and we were just like, okay, let's just fight for our lives. They obviously got one back, but um, yeah, a great day. And obviously uh, another another part of the history of our FA Cup success. Um, and then I think we were given a pizza each after to take back on the bus on the way home. Um, but yeah, I remember my mum and dad were there, which was nice. Picture, um, yeah. boom. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I have that. I think I've got that picture on my Instagram. Yeah. Fun fact: I have no idea who the two ladies are in the background. <laughs> I was going to ask that actually. Yeah. And neither did my parents. <laughs> and they're like really <laughs> involved, aren't they? They're if like, you know who that is? They clearly are super fans. So fair play to them. Look at them. They're so happy. Brilliant. Yeah, you're hugging your dad and your mum. Oh, and no. that was going to be my question. Like, who's the two ladies right there? They look so happy to see you. <laughs> no um, idea. Yeah. So, no. I was hoping you were going to bring up, yeah, your mum and your dad being at that game because I, I, I remember this picture. Um, and yeah, I wanted to show it. So, um, just great. Yeah, just great memory. Also, this kit as well, you know, this kit. I hated this kit, Ross. Yeah, I wasn't. It was, it was fine. But yeah, this it's a shack in a way. I think that's the worst kit. Yeah, I think that's the worst kit um, I've played in, in terms of Ipswich Town. It's not, it's not been my favourite, but you know, it, it also had a lot of historical moments in it, so we can't, you know, be too harsh on it. Okay, then we're back. Little breather there, but now we're gonna go through some more photos. Blue. Um, obviously, we, we had Man City up next. And um, I've got this picture here of all the team, the team photo uh, on the pitch before the game. Some familiar faces here, um, you know, some legends of the club, you know, Amanda Crump, Lindsay Cooper. Um, of course, you've got Nikita Radical as the goalie. Um, you know, a lot of these players are not here anymore. How many is left? So it's, you know, Peskett, EK, Tash. I think that's it. I think that is it. Yeah, wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, this was when was this? Twenty nineteen? No, twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. we once again, this is when COVID was like sort of you know was just lingering, weren't it? Yeah. Um, we didn't really think about it, and then you know, I, of course, that wasn't talked about at the time. But um, I don't know what would have happened then. No, was this twenty nineteen? No, maybe it was. I have no idea, Ross. I have no oh, idea. God, I, I still time. can't believe that happened. Like, yeah. can you believe we drew Man City away in the FA Cup? 
Yeah, and you know what? It was the year because yeah, obviously we had we had Norwich after that, which you know we lost ten 0 against Man City. Then we had Norwich, and I think we had played a few more league games. And of course, we had the cup game against Needham Market in the County Cup. So it was that was twenty twenty. Um, okay. So it was when COVID was was you know about to hit us. Um, but yeah, three years later, and Crazy. you know got got this picture here: the huddle, huddle at Man City. There we go. Um, obviously, we're what talking about. I'm not yeah. sure what we're talking about. Maybe like let's try and not concede ten goals. Maybe he said. Don't know. Sadly, sadly that <laughs> was, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, what? Because what, you know, you coming up against your former team in Man City, like that is probably. I don't know if that was your dream draw. Once again, we probably chatted about this on the pod before, but like that was that not a draw that you would like? You know what? I, I wouldn't mind that. I think it was a dream draw. I think the dream draw would have been um, to have it at home, um, but. Yeah, to say you've played Man City as a tier four club um, where they literally fielded a team of internationals. You're just like, what? I look back at it now and I remember being in shock for like a good two weeks, I think. I think everyone was. And you're just like, what? how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> how did that happen? And the first half, like, to be fair to us, we were 3-0 down at half time. Um, and yeah, fair play to us. Um, second half tailed off. It became very difficult, and it's difficult when you've got players like George Stanway bagging hat tricks. Um, becomes quite difficult. But yeah, it was a good opportunity to see what the top level was and how far away we were. And it was an enjoyable day. It was, um, and definitely a day which you can sort of go like, oh, remember when we played Man City away with a team full of internationals? Like, I remember that. Um, and also, Ellen White was playing for City at the time and she came over and took a photo of my sister. So that was also a bonus. So, yeah, all round, it was a good day and one definitely for, for the memory bank. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, because all of you girls, you're like 16, 17, 18. You're not mm. you know, such a young team taking on this Man City team. You know, Steph Orton played, you know, England captain at the time and starting in the defence, which is just madness. So, um, but yeah, that was a great memory. And, um, you know, that season as a whole, unfortunately, you know, the season got avoided. Because of you know, as, as as mentioned, COVID, and then you know, another year got you know, fa- thankfully we got promoted, didn't we? Eventually got promoted, and that summer, when we did get promoted back in 2021, if I'm right, is it 2022? I'm losing track. I am honestly losing track of years. Anyway, you got named club captain blue, um, <laughs> and this was the picture um, of you on your, your sort of debut as captain. I think this was your like WhatsApp picture for many years, if I remember, or at least for a little while. This yeah, well, I like this photo. Yeah. I like it. I'm smiling. I yeah. don't normally smile in photos. So. Yeah. It's a nice little... Yeah, so this is Blue at Hounslow. This is the opening game of our third tier um, campaign. And uh, yeah, just Blue with the captaincy, smiling. Um, I think you were taking... Fr- uh, Taking corners in this game? I think I was, yeah. Um, I quite enjoyed this game because we had so much time in midfield. It was almost like we were playing attack v defence. Um, obviously, Hounslow were never really a good team at all. Um, but you sort of had so much time in possession and like you got on the ball a lot and you could spread it around. Um, so I did, I did really enjoy that game. Um, and obviously, first game as captain. Um, so it was a little bit more special for me personally mm. and uh 
Obviously, we've got to talk about your second goal for the club. Unfortunately, your final goal for the club uh, against Corby Wasps. Um, obviously, I'm fuming at you because you go and celebrate the other direction and I completely missed your knee slide. Even though it was an unbelievable goal, I was fuming. I was like going, <laughs> you had one job, Lou. No, you, you, yeah, you got you two jobs. Score the goal, but then come and celebrate next to me. But you go and knee slide all over there. But this pitch is still nice because it's you wheeling away. Tash is trying to catch you. <laughs> I love the the Crawley Wasp player because her head, you know, yeah. her head. Of course, it was it was raining as well, but yeah, you know that goal of course got named goal of the season. Um, but yeah, what a goal that was! Unfortunately, in this game, you know, you suffered your injury. But yeah, take us back to that goal. It was definitely the best goal I've scored in my life. I think um, if you do want to see it again or for the first time. It is my pinned tweet on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so feel free to visit my account and watch it again. I sometimes do. <laughs> not, I'm not afraid to admit. Um, but yeah, it's a very good goal. Um, if you haven't seen it, I sort of get it. I don't know where I get it. Like in our half, edge of our D, I pick it up on Tash. Tash sort of sets it back. Um, I take it back foot, take it around the player. And then sort of just... I was just like, I've had enough. I'm just driving through. Um, sort of dribble through a few more players and then it gets to their box. And I almost hit it as I'm falling over. So it's sort of a side, fit, side foot finish and curls into the bottom corner. Um, and then I'm in so much shock that I'm like, well, I have to knee slide. I'm now um, watching it back, by the way, because as, as Blue said, go on her Twitter and it's a pinned tweet. And I've just I've just watched it back and I've just seen the celebration. <laughs> uh, and like brave, very brave to do a knee slide and Felix Lowe's pitch. Luckily, that was, you know, August or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, when was it? No, yeah, August 23rd uh, or 22nd, maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was... Just unbelievable. Just watching that. Good. It was a good goal. It was a good goal. I still get the mix taken out of me by my family for the length of the knee slide. Um, <laughs> it was very short. Sure. It was all right. I've seen yeah. worse in my time. Yeah, they, at least you didn't fall over. You know, some no. people like they they do they don't need they do it and then they go. Poof, they yeah, go they get the angle wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But thankfully, there is. I'm now watching it back. Boom, and then you. Yeah. But yeah. Just are oh, brilliant. But I'm just still fuming because you didn't do it in front oh, of me. I'm sorry, Ross. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's still a great goal. Um, but yeah, of course, we, we've covered it on the podcast many times, Blue. Obviously, in this game, you get you get your injury. Just got this picture here. Um, of course, good you know, sportsmanship from the Crawley Wasp captain, you know, holding it off uh, with the physio, Lauren, at the time. Um, but yeah, just quickly on that, you know, sadly, you know, from you know, best moment in your career to, you know, Sally, your worst moment in your career? Yeah, not a fun moment. Um, I think at that point, did I think it was, I think I, I thought I'd done something serious. Um, And then it was a few weeks after where they were like, oh, it's not your ACL. I was like, oh, brilliant. This will be fine. But we got taken to the hospital and um, had scans or whatever. Um, and they sort of checked it and they were like, yeah, your, your cruciates look fine. I'm like, oh, brilliant. And I've just been a bit of a wimp and jolted it a little bit. Um, and then it wasn't until probably, I think it was about six weeks later, um, that I finally knew how bad it was. Um, but yeah, sad moment, almost like the best, sort of the, the best goal I've ever scored and then the worst moment. Um, but I guess that's how life works. Um, so yes. 
one of those, sadly. But you yeah. have to show the highs and lows. Yeah, you have to. Um, and obviously, you know, you worked so hard with your rehab, you know, progressing. Of course, you've gone to, you know, all the games. Of course, then come on the podcast with me, which is which is very good, very helpful. Um, and obviously, you did make your, your return last season, um, you know, briefly, which was great to see. It's got a nice one of you in the huddle, smiling. Um, you know, okay. and we did a special podcast. Um, if you haven't listened to that, go back to it. Actually, go and listen back to all the pods. So, you know, you know, if you don't, you know, if you're missing Blue, you know, like definitely to Granddad Jeff, Yes. If you want to just listen back to old pods, go, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but yeah, nice picture of Blue here, just mm-hmm. you, know, you smiling. Um, that was just a nice, nice moment, wasn't it? Making that, that cameo, making your return. Uh, obviously, that is your, your last appearance in a, in a town shirt. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't know that at the time, but um, I'm almost glad I didn't know it at the time because I'm not yeah. really one of those players that there's a reason it hasn't, me leaving hasn't been announced um, before sun, like the Sunday just gone because I kind of didn't want people to know kind of wanted yes the squad knew and stuff but that was that and I could kind of go about it in a quiet way um and yeah I don't like the big fuss and whatever I think the girls know that um but I sort of yeah hopefully going peacefully I'm obviously not going to be a stranger um and the kit there the girls um well Peskit came in in my interview and she gave me a shirt that everyone had signed which was very nice um, so I'm either going to have to get that framed or hung up somewhere um, as sort of a leaving gift. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't know at that point. Yeah. Um, so I just had the joy of coming back, although it was only for a few minutes, and whatever followed followed. Um, but at that moment there, I was like, well, I've done it. I'm I've come back. Um, and yeah, yes, highs and lows of football. There you go. Yeah, highs and lows. Some great memories, you know. You know, loads of faces. You know, loads of staff, fans who have come and gone. Um, and there we go, then Blue. You know, look back at your time at town. Um, and the final pod as a co-host. Um, as I said, it's not a goodbye. It's just see you later. See you later, and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, anybody else you want to shout out? Any other things you want to mention to the listeners? Um, as I said, hopefully this won't be the last time we hear from Blue Wilson um, on the pod and just in general. Um, of course, you're going to hope, you know, I know you're going to have a successful career in life. Um, but yeah, any other business? No, I think I'll do my, my usual outro, um, plus a few thank yous. So firstly, big thank you to John Powell's solicitors and Michael Kennedy. Um, I've seen your tweets about Needham and I want to give you a big congrats for that as well. as a, a valiant effort against a, a side well above you. So yeah, fair play to them. Um, and your continued support. Um, and yeah, a big thank you to you, Ross. Who else could I co-host with? Um, it's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. And it's definitely taken me out of my comfort zone. Um, and actually to have it weekly and have that commitment. I, I've, yeah, I've just loved it, to be honest. And I've, that surprised me. Um, and I think a big, a big part of that's down to you. Um, you, the listeners won't know, but Ross always does the podcast plans, which are more often than not spot on. I read through and I'm like, oh, I had a, I've got a point here to add this time. Oh no, Ross has got it. I don't need to add it, um, which are great. Um, I sort of organise the guests, which is the easy part really. Um, but yeah, just a massive thank you to you, Ross. And I will now become a listener of the pod, um, which I'm really looking forward to too, although I'm sad about leaving. Um, the last thank you is to the listeners. Um, I actually had no idea how many people listen to this podcast. 
Um, and Ross occasionally tells me the numbers and it surprises me in the countries we get listeners from. It's just insane. Um, so big thank you for, to you for, for putting up with us too, um, particularly me. Um, but yeah, I'm sad about it, but looking forward to being a listener again. Um, and please continue, continue listening to Ross. Um, I'm sure he'll have great guests on and um, perhaps a new co-host. Who knows? Um, but yes, thanks as ever for your support. Um, and I'm sure I'll see you around soon. Blue will always be a blue. See you later, everybody.